Integrity Radio. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is uh, Chad C. for the 1984. Jesus, I don't see the correlation between the two. Um, my best guess is that you're looking at the Ministry of Love making up stories without evidence in a brainwashed society where everybody only believes what the Ministry of Love tells them to believe because if they do not believe what the Ministry of Love tells them to believe then Big Brother is watching and they will scoop your ass off the streets and take you to room 101 and show you your greatest deepest fear now could that be like if you don't believe in me then I'm gonna send you to hell hmm Hmm. Chat out. Hey there, Integrity Radio. I just wanted to say, right off the bat, that I think punk rock started with probably someone like Alice Cooper or Arthur Brown out of England, because they done exactly what they wanted to. But now, my problem is, I think Johnny Rotten was really punk rock, but... The Sex Pistols, not so much punk rock as is that people would like to think. They were put together by a manager, and then when their bass player left, they kept Sid Vicious, or got him, just because he looked the part, knowing that he couldn't play his bass worth a crap. I mean, if anything's not punk rock, it's keeping someone in there just because they looked the part. But I don't want to offend anybody or anything. I love your show, buddy. Keep up the good work. Let me have to say here that uh, I think you guys' arguments are entertaining as fuck. I love it. Uh, I think you guys should just do your own segment. A couple hours of just nothing but debating. Some of the words y'all use is a little bit over my head, but just the tone in y'all's voice is worth it. I love it. And I'm going to have to subscribe or favorite this uh, other guy with the with the, I think, British accent. He, he's, uh, I love you, Integrity Radio, but this guy, he might be a little, he might be on your level, maybe a little higher, I don't know. <laughs> Hope I get an argument started on that one. Nah, seriously, love both you guys' shows. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Integrity Radio. I'm your host, Z. Let me start off by replying to some of those call-ins. The Chad Sifu regarding 1984, you know, I have never read the book. Um, only saw the movie. I think I may have tried to read the book in college or high school or something. I do see the correlation that he was talking about, you know. Um, and I think even though you said that there wasn't a correlation, you then made that correlation. Um, so, yeah, that was the correlation. People make up stuff in order to uh, align with the group agenda. But thanks for calling in because you actually clarified it more for me. (laughs) John from TNG, always good to hear from you. And you always bring up these little family factoids. Um, what I mean by that is, uh, Alice Cooper being the first punker, one of the first punkers, and 
Yeah, you know, it's funny. I never even thought of Alice Cooper in that sense. Um, but my dad, Randy, used to cut uh, Alice Cooper's head off during his show. He toured with him and developed developed his whole stage show um, for, I believe it was Million Dollar Babies. Uh, both Alice and Dennis Dunaway were good friends of uh, Randy's. Strange, after all the years of Alice uh, doing his show, um, I guess he's come out in the open as being a Christian. Interesting. I suppose the next thing you're going to mention is Roger Fisher from Heart. Ah, I'll tell that story later. So, you're a fanboy of the great everything, are you? Well, I can't blame you. So am I. He has a great show. Uh, I, I say his worst show is usually my best show. He is what I call a skeptic's wet dream because he comes up with all the cool topics, yet yet leaves a lot to be scrutinized. Now, I don't think he really understands the scientific method. However, he is a fantastic speaker with substance. Now, between us both, who has the best podcast or radio show? Me, of course. Let me put it this way. When you want to get serious about the facts, then you come to me. But, you know, when you want to kick back and relax and enjoy the day, maybe be entertained, educated a bit, well, you might want to go over to Patrick's. Yeah, when you're ready to refine your perspective, when you need to arm yourself with applied knowledge, when you're ready to rock hard, and I mean really hard, and when you're ready to go deep, and I mean really deep, then I am your man. But I'm sure Patrick is grossly more popular than I. For me, this is a point of pride. So, you think that he's smarter than me, though. Hmm. And you think that he's uh, better looking than me. And you think that, um, yeah, I think you even said that he's stronger than I am. Well, this could be true. I think the takeaway here is that in Mississippi, ignoramus such as myself, can rise and communicate with the great everything. I mean, literally, I attended the 13th worst high school in the nation. I quit high school and got a GED and then went to college, started out with a biology degree and then switched it to a music degree. Hey. Stupid's getting smarter. Integrity Radio. Progress report. Yeah, we uh, got 120 measures scored and uh, composed. Not yet recorded. Um, 
well, recorded in parts. But the rest should be done today. Ronnie and I stayed up to about 2.30 in the morning banging out that score. And I'd say we're both pretty happy with it. The song is informally called The Snake Charmer, but I don't know. It's just one of the... I couldn't find the source. I have no idea who actually wrote this song. It's just sort of a Middle Eastern sort of melody that uh, has existed forever. Ronnie, who's been doing belly dancing for many years, says that usually it's uh, a comedic melody. Oh, Ronnie just brought me breakfast. Look at that. Breakfast in the art room. Yeah, breakfast in the in the Z gallery, in the uncertain gallery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Is that our tomatoes or somebody else's tomatoes? I suppose the neighbor at work's tomatoes. The neighbor's tomatoes. The neighbor's tomatoes. Yeah. We're having egg, uh, tomato, well, what is this called? My my blank brain blank time. Free English muffin. English muffin. There it is. All right. And cream cheese. Bet your Patrick would really like one of these right now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they have English muffins in England. Never <laughs> been to England. <laughs> Just like uh, spaghetti in uh, in in Italy. Yeah, well, pizza in Italy is good. Oh, I, I, I heard that there was no such thing as spaghetti in Italy. Or, sure, or there is. is. No such thing as pizza in Italy. There's both. There is. Uh huh. People are always lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna eat. Integrity Radio. To help people within reason to pull out of hardship and despair, to connect with people in a world that is becoming increasingly divided, to inspire and to be inspired, to offer enriching debate, to point out the increment, yet observe the space between increments. To point at beauty and to point at danger, knowing three fingers are pointing right back at you. Knowing that the way is to appreciate all things. Embracing the good. Nurturing the bad. Take no quarter. Off with their heads. Bear no crosses. Two eyes for an eye. Paper cuts on your tongue. Vibrant daffodils in the sun. Pandas, unicorns, rainbows, waterfalls. Mountain tops, swimming with sharks, vehicular head on collisions, 
radioactive waste. MRSA staff. Relax. We're all going to die. So you might be wondering, what was that daily exercise, daily emotional exercise thing all about? What was that all about? Well, you first, you start off with your best intentions. And then you cycle through what you can imagine to be the worst of things, uh, uh, you know, things at their extreme. So what I mean is you're going happy, uh, sad, and then fearful. So fear, anger, and happiness. Fear, anger, happiness. You're just cycling through those emotions. So first you start off, you open up, because you got to kind of get that out, all your your best intentions. And then uh, you can start on whatever, any of the three, there's no order. And fear, anger, and then happiness. Um, I like to, uh, usually what you want, the state that you want to be in, you end on that state. But you can cycle through it as much as you want or let it be all random until it starts getting segmented. Typically, you want to land on happy, but, you know, who knows? Maybe you want to drum up some anger, right? Or maybe you want to, you need to uh, drum up some fear or some some, uh, anguish because that's what's appropriate for the moment. The whole idea is emotional control. Controlling your emotions, feeling your emotions, but not letting them uh, get run away with. Don't let your emotions run away with you. And no, I'm not giving you advice. This is just the exercise. It's an emotional control exercise that I extrapolated from Chris Chan and sort of... uh, came up with my own version of it. Integrity Radio. Hey everybody. I uh I, I brought my anchor friends along. Oh nice. Say hi everybody. Hey guy we got we got Terrence in the house. We got, got Rob Bill in the testicles. house. Hey. We got uh Bill Testicles in the house. We got Luna in the house. Uh, yeah we got Luna the three legged pit bull in the house. And uh we got Johnny the virtual Virtual Sifu Johnny in the house, and um, and then the beautiful, vivacious, talented, super badass Ronnie. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, excuse us, as we do an Adams Family routine. So, <laughs> so um, oh right now, if you anchor folks want to actually uh, join us. We are doing a Google Hangout right now. That's it's still called Google Hangout, right, Johnny? I think they changed it back to Hangout. Yeah, I believe so yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah. you can find that on my website, my blog, www.sifuz.com. That's www.sifuz.com. You got to put the yeah, or CFUS. You got you got to put the www in there for some reason, or uh, it doesn't work. You know, you know, if it were Spanish, if you were speaking Spanish, uh-huh. you'd be C, 
C-F-U-Z, I know. That, that, have you thought about that? Yeah, I, I have. It, you know, C-F-U-Z is a finely crafted uh, convolution. <laughs> so, um, and you can see what we do here when it comes to uh, training in the great martial art form designed by women and done by humanoids all throughout the land. Uh, and dogoids too. What's that? I said and dogoids. And dogoids. Man, it hurts when I keep these glasses on for too long. Woo! That is rough. Okay, um, I'm going to start the broadcast. Beware. Um, compile all the things you would like to say that will incriminate yourself. And, uh, construct them. Construct them well. <laughs> there we so weird from this go. angle, it, it does oh. like a reverse, negative reverse. Yeah. Oh, I almost Hi. forgot our anchor folks here, which can't see a damn thing. So, um, yeah. Anyway, come hang out with us and train in some Kung Fu the cyber way. It's the safest way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were here, if you were here, actually here in person, you'd have to deal with three vicious teenagers and a three-legged dog that shows no quarter. So. <laughs> so. All right, well, um, let's get to it, and uh, anchor folks, come on by at seafoozy.com. Here's a lovely song about my favorite food. Lima, Lento, Zoy, and Pinto, Navy, Northern, and Garbanzo, Kidneys, and Frijoles, Negros. I love beans. I love beans. Woo, woo, woo. I love beans. How about you? High in fiber, low in fat. Hey, I bet you didn't know that. When I eat beans, I say it in my own little cloud. Nobody comes to visit me in my little cloud. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm cutting muffins. Because I love beans. Hey, hey, hey. I love beans every day. Beans are an excellent source of protein. I love beans. Okay, the bean song is so funny. <laughs> I really enjoyed hearing that. I think that everyone in the world could be a math person if they wanted to. The key word, though, I want to say is if they wanted to. That said, I do think that everyone in America could benefit from having that ma mathematical background in reasoning just to help everyone make very good decisions. And here I'm distinguishing already between math, as people usually conceive of it, and decision-making and analysis, which is actually what I think math is. So, for example, I don't think that being a math person means that you can recite the formulas between sines, cosines, tangents, and to use logarithms and exponentials interchangeably. That's not necessarily what I think everyone should 
try to concentrate to understand. The main things to concentrate to understand are the mathematical principles of reasoning. But let me go back to these sines, cosines, and, 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 and logarithms. Well, actually, they do have value. What they are is that they are ways to show you how these basic re uh, building blocks of reasoning can be used to deduce surprising things or difficult things. In some sense, they're like the historical coverages of the triumphs of mathematics. So one cannot just talk abstractly about, yes, let's, let's talk about mathematical logic. It's actually quite useful to have case studies or stories, which, which are these, these famous theorems. Now, I actually think that these are accessible to everyone. I think that actually one reason mathematics is difficult to understand is actually because of that network of prerequisites. You see, math is one of these strange subjects for which the concepts are chained in sequences of dependencies. When you have long chains, there are very few starting points, very few things I need to memorize. I don't need to memorize, for example, all these things in history, such as, when was the War of 1812? Well, actually, I know that one because that's a math fact, it was 1812. But I can't tell you a lot of other facts, which are just purely memorized. In mathematics, you have very few that you memorize, and the rest you deduce as you go through. And this chain of deductions is actually what's critical. Now, let me contrast that with other subjects, like, say, history. History doesn't have this long chain. In fact, if you fully understand the War of 1812, that's great. And it is true that that will influence perhaps your understanding later of the women's movement, but it won't be as absolutely prerequisite. In the sense that if you think about the concepts, I actually think that history has more concepts than mathematics. It's just that they're spread out broader and they don't depend on each other as strongly. So for example, if you miss a week, you will miss the understanding of one unit, but that won't, that won't stop you from understanding all of the rest of the components. So that's actually the difference between math and other subjects in my head. Math has fewer concepts, but they're chained deeper. And because of the way that we usually learn, when you have deep chains, it's very fragile because you can lose any one link. Meaning, if you miss a few concepts along the chain, you can actually be completely lost. If, for example, you're sick for a week, or if your mind is somewhere else for a week, you might make a hole in your prerequisites. And the way that education often works, where it's almost like riding a train from a beginning to an end, well, it's such that if you have a hole somewhere in your track, the train is not going to pass that hole. Now, I think that the way to help to address this is to provide a way for everyone to learn at their own pace, and in fact, to fill in the holes whenever they are sensed. And I actually feel like if everyone was able to pick up every one of those prerequisites as necessary, filling in any gap they have, mathematics would change from being the hardest subject to the easiest subject. I think everyone's a math person, and all that one has to do is to go through the chain and fill in all the gaps, and you'll understand it easier, more better than all the other subjects, actually.
107 degrees out right now. 107. It's that time of day. It's inspiration hour. See, I'm trying to trick myself right now. I have to record the uh, score that we did yesterday. And uh, it's so hot out that I figure I'll go outside and suffer from the heat as much as possible. And then going inside to work on the music will feel much more leisure. Ah, these little games we play with ourselves. Hey, thanks for calling in, Pop Goes the City. That's uh, one of my favorite Hollywood stars there, Brack, singing the Bean song. Uh, high in fiber, low in fat, bet you didn't know about that. And just in case, I hope there wasn't anyone relying on my Mashuga review, because I kind of uh, queefed on the Mashuga review. Sorry about that. If you really want me to, I will, but... Yeah, hell, let's do it right now. I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. I, I, this is a review of one, two, three, four, five, actually six Meshuggah CDs. And, uh, you know, what's really cool, you can go on Amazon right now and buy CDs, used, um, CDs for really cheap, like about six bucks. So, uh, yeah, I splurged, man. I, got almost everything Meshuggah wrote. There are a couple albums that I kind of already know I don't like, and so I, I, I think I, those are the two, um, those two albums would have completed the collection, I believe. So, we're talking Meshuggah, The Violent Sleep of Reason, I, Contradictions Collapse, and None, which is a two, compilation of two albums. Meshuggah, Destroy, Erase, Improve, and Meshuggah, Catch, 33. I don't need to keep saying Meshuggah, do I? <laughs> so, um, I'll, 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 I'll first lay down the first the ones that I thought were great, which is Catch, 33, is at the top of my appreciation list, and uh, The Violent Sleep of Reason, which is somewhat recent and uh, those are my two favorites and then um, I would be the next destroy erase improve and then none and then contradictions collapse those would be my favorites in order with catch 33 being my favorite and in fact I kind of haven't really been listening to the other ones other than Catch 33 and I, and I'll probably, uh, I mean, uh, Catch 33 and A Violent Sleep, The Violent Sleep of Reason, those two, crazy awesome, um, and I'll probably give I a little bit more listen. So there it is. Um, I would go into great detail about, like, why is their music so great, how is it, you know. Like, yeah, just listen to it. Those, the two albums that I mentioned, if you like those albums, um, then you like Meshuggah. 
Uh, no, that's stupid. Why did I say that? Okay. That's not part of the review. Nix that from the review. There is no uh, erase 15 seconds, seconds backwards. So, um, All right. Well, that is my review slash procrastination for the day. Stay cool. Integrity Radio. If somebody wanted to prove to me that there is such a thing as a soul, all they'd have to do is put on this Meshuggah album, The Violent Sleep of Reason, and uh, play the fourth track by The Ton. I don't see how any human could not fall to their knees and tears of the sheer magnificence of this song. Alright, we're almost there. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. You know, I've been really busy trying to get this music together and I want you to know that I am really looking forward to listening to your stations, to your radio broadcasts, to your podcasts. And I hope you are turning your episodes into podcasts so I can go back and listen to them because I know I'm missing a lot of good stuff right now. Um, So, yeah, make those podcasts so I can listen to them later. All right. I'll see you later. I'll see you soon. I guess I should say I'll hear you later. I'll hear you soon. That could be like a whole anchor meme right there. Hear you later. Hear you later. I like that. Integrity Radio. The composition is finished. But it's not complete. I mean, I can add a lot more stuff to it. Probably should add more stuff to it. But at this point... It is a complete composition. It can be used in the act. And uh, I think I I might play a little bit of it for you.
Now, live drumming goes over top all of that, um, so it sounds sparse because of that. And then also a lot of vocal sort of stuff is going on as well. So, um, all right, well, I hope you uh, enjoyed that. And uh, now that we have the music, we're going to go practice the act to it and do a one run through before we all go to sleep. Thanks again for listening. Integrity Radio. We did it, hi. We had our first run through. You got the music done. Mm-hmm. Run through the whole act. We uh, act in two parts, I guess. It's an act in two parts or a two parts. show in two acts. Yes. Uh, I don't know how you would say that. Um, but yes, boy, that was a good push, especially last night, staying up last night, helping me deal with those numbers. <laughs> it was all you. Oh, it's crazy having to deal with those numbers, though. I wouldn't be able to do it. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't a wasn't a bad run through. Just have to practice the music a little bit more, the live stuff, and. Uh, Choreography a little tighter. Yeah. And we'll have it. Um, the boys did a good job considering that they were out in the yard doing yard work all day. They did good, yeah. They yeah. were troopers tonight. Yeah. Can't blame them for being a little off tempo. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've been so busy, I haven't been able to listen to any of our fellow anchors. As long as they export their podcast, you can still listen to it. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to tell everybody to do is, is uh, you know, create a, a podcast out of your episodes so I can go and listen to them. Cause the 24-hour pressure is a little much to deal with, to have to try to listen to everybody within a 24-hour period. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's why I really appreciate anybody that, what the hell, this is empty. The, anybody that does listen, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing that, you know, you get any listeners because, yeah, live listeners are almost live. Yeah. Within the 24-hour period live. Or, oh, you look at that. That D-Lo show, that show where the two people do things together, and one, I think they're in two different time zones. Uh-huh. That's very clever. So, you know. It, it's always it, live. Yeah, in essence, they're, they've always got something, something going. <laughs> Some sort of noise, which, you know, I think for a lot of people, uh, that's really what they need is, or what they want, is uh, just sort of a constant noise. Uh, going on. But, uh, good, night. good night, Joe. Good night, Joe. Um, that's why I think a uh, shuffle feature would be cool. Cause I'm I'm one of those people. I, I kind of like background noise. Shuffle's much better. Yeah, because having one person on can rather one zone you out uh, or just kind of get noisy or it, you know. Uh, it's just too much work to go flipping through your dial trying to find what you want to listen to. Yeah, yeah. 
So I really do hope they get that uh, a shuffle feature happening. That would be cool. I would be able to listen to you guys a lot more if there was a, a, a shuffle. Uh, oh, it's getting late. A shuffle feature. A fusher feature. <laughs> it's probably a good way to listen to new people, too. Yeah. New people thrown in there that you wouldn't go find. Yeah, maybe a... a random shuffle. A random... Well, random shuffle, but a random favorite how would you do that that would be tricky they to just, just let they anybody just have an option it. yeah well no if you don't like it then you would mark that you don't like it and they would yeah. it wouldn't play again an explore feature it'd be very easy to oh program. a shuffle feature and an explore feature oh please anchor please pretty please <laughs> here hmm. right, and i'm laying there upside down on our hand here body here right so i have an idea let's see if we have any call-ins and then maybe we'll answer any call-ins sounds good otherwise we'll see you on the other side good night integrity radio out <laughs>